Welcome to the Your Business Your Way podcast. I am Shadia Johnson, a business coach, freedompreneur, and lover of all things fun. My mission is to help coaches build a thriving online business in a way that excites them. This podcast is the place to be for those who want to create a life of freedom through their business. Your Business Your Way podcast is your weekly dose of tools, trainings, and mindset to truly create your business your way. Oh, and by the way, it's especially for those who love to have fun while not taking themselves so seriously. Ready? Let's dive right in. Hello, hello, my people. Alright, so on this episode of the Your Business Your Way podcast, I wanted to talk about successful versus unsuccessful people. And it is this um, really interesting analogy that I found lately as I've been studying the whole idea of successful versus unsuccessful, which is pretty much has been my life's journey. (laughs) I mean, I started reading self-development books when I was like, 14 probably so it's been a while right and I wanted to start with this analogy that I got from one of my coaches recently and it is if you look at an archer right an archer has a target that they must hit and the difference between successful and unsuccessful people is this An unsuccessful person will be the archer having a target or a goal and they'll stand there with their arch, they'll draw it back, there's probably a name for that that I don't know, but they'll draw it back and then they'll aim, 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 and never ever shoot. Or by the time they shoot, it's a long time coming. And they might or might not hit the target. A successful person, on the other hand, automatically um, aims and shoots. They might or might not hit the target just like the first one. So what does that analogy mean exactly? It means that a lot of people are waiting for that perfection in order to invest not invest let's not use that example right now but in order to take action in their business right and honestly I used to be one of those people I mean I made sure that I had all the information I needed in order to do anything in business right whether that was my first business which was a scavenger hunt company or my second one, which was a YouTube blog empire, or right now in my coaching business. Well, actually, I had a stunt with Instagram and email marketing in between there, too. (laughs) But I always, always, always try to find all the strategies. So I would take courses. I would research on Google. I would follow coaches. In the latter businesses, I even hired coaches to make sure that, you know, I'm always on the right track and I'm always doing something. And I would even ask the coaches before I actually 
did something in my business. But the truth of the matter is, yes, research is important. Yes, you kind of need to know what you're doing. But at the same time, if you're waiting to know everything in order to do something, you're going to be stuck. Because here's the thing. If everybody knew exactly, exactly what everyone needed to do in their business in order to succeed, then, you know, we would have certain coaches that would literally guarantee success for everyone because they have this gift or they have this whatever to make sure that every person hits success. Now, obviously, there are coaches, even like myself, that make sure that you are always on the right track. They give you the guidance. They give you the accountability. They give you everything needed. But at the same time, you still need to go for it. You still need to take action. So why is that important? Because if we go back to the archer example, if you are, you know, aiming and shooting, the first few times you might not even hit it, right? But at least you know, oh my God, I shot way to the right. So now I got to make sure I aim it a little bit more to the left. Eventually, in between there, you might hit the top of the board or whatever. But at some point, you will hit the target. Why? Because you've become an expert not only at the techniques mentally, but you've also become an expert in that muscle memory it takes in order to hit that target. Right? And that's the difference as well between a professional and an unprofessional. If you I mean, if everyone freaking hit the target every time in any sport, if anybody, if everyone was perfect all the time, then the sport would be really, really boring. I mean, we would watch somebody hit all the targets a few times and then we'd be like, okay, cool. That sport is boring. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> So even the most professional of people in any area still miss their target. If you look at big corporations and very, very smart business people, they still fail, right? You've always, you've heard of, um, what was it? Was it Coca-Cola had this um, Coke that they once put out that was a big bust, right? Freaking Coca-Cola. I mean, they have all the power to do all the research, make sure they hire all the best experts and all that. And they still had a very, very bad um, product launch. Not only that, let's take that other example of Pepsi-Cola with uh, the bust commercial they had with Kendall Jenner where it looked like a protest and they gave her, she gave a Coke and all of a sudden the protest stops or something like that, right? <laughs> and everybody got mad about it. So that was failed as well. Imagine the amount of money they lost because I know Kendall Jenner is not cheap to hire. So everyone makes mistakes. Everyone fails. There is no success without failure. In fact, the failure is super important because 
it shows you where you need to course correct in order to be on the right path. Success is showing you that you are on the right path. Failure is showing you that you need to course correct and be on the right path. That is the difference. But if you are waiting for and searching for perfection, that doesn't exist, right? And I want to make, um, and I want to take this even a step further, right? Because the search for perfection is not just something that we are born with. Look at kids, um, toddlers, babies that are beginning to walk. They don't care how much they fall down. Parents don't care how much they fall down. It's not like they go, oh, my baby took, stood up and tried to take a step and now they fell down. Like, what a loser baby I have. Like, that child is a horrible, horrible baby. Stupid, can't function, the most horrible child that ever existed. No, parents don't do that. But somehow in childhood, there's always this disconnect that happens when People are demanded more perfection, either from their from themselves, either from their parents, from people at school, church, other family members. It doesn't matter. But there is this point where we get to that space of we need perfection. And that space is the part that ruins us. And there's many reasons why, one of which is the fear of failure, one of which is, you know, everyone told you you were not good enough, or whenever you had this big failure in the past, like something really, really bad happens, and now you attach failure to never wanting to do anything because something really, really bad will happen. Yes, when you were a child, there was this, there was, whatever happened when you were a child, you probably couldn't protect yourself, you probably couldn't really take care of yourself and it was really really horrible whatever happened in that period of your life but here's the thing it's important to go back to that child and really sit down and forgive that child right forgive tell that child what it needed to hear that you know now as an adult if you didn't know this already um our, our minds develop, some people say until the age of five, most people say until the age of seven. And whatever happens to us during that period, we form our own meaning on those things because, you know, it's a seven-year-old child. They, like, form their own meaning based on whatever happens. And then we keep repeating that forever. And unless as adults we go back and deal with whatever happens between the age of zero to seven, we keep making decisions based on the meaning that that child gave to whatever event that happened. So whatever similar event that happens, even if it wasn't, even if it's not really, really similar, it just has that feel to it in our current reality as adults, it's going to connect to whatever happened to that child and we're going to react the same way as we did as a child. And so that is why it is super important to 
deal with these things, recognize them, feel the pain. And every time you feel that and every time you deal with that, you are ready to step into something bigger. This is what I love, love, love about business is that in order to really grow in your business, you also have to grow in your personal life. You are the strongest and the weakest link in your business. If you do not deal with the weak things, they will really be the weakest links in your business. And you know you're only as strong as your weakest link, right? If you're fear of failure, if you have fear of failure or perfectionism or whatever that is because of something that happens in, happened in your childhood, whatever happened in your childhood is affecting your business today. So it needs to be dealt with, okay? So let me check to see if there's anything else I wanted to say. <laughs> there isn't. That is what I wanted to talk about today. So whatever is going on in your life right now and you feel like there's this pull in order to do something, go for it, right? Don't wait until you know everything. Oh, and there's this one other thing that I wanted to mention. Now I remember. <laughs> Is the difference between really, really aiming and missing and just doing everything. And the doing everything, I sometimes refer to it as throwing spaghetti at a wall to see what sticks, what strategy or what way of doing things will stick. That is exhausting. I've tried it many times, and I don't want you to do that. It also will form a lot of failure, like you'll have a lot of failure in your throwing spaghetti at the wall, seeing what sticks, or just doing strategies to see what works. And that failure, obviously it's important to get over that failure and not wallow in it. But at the same time, it can be very exhausting. So the what I suggest to do instead is to follow your heart and follow your bliss. And using your bliss as that thing that you aim with. And I can give you a very clear example of that. Of one client that I'm currently working with. She has been a coach, like she really, really started taking her business seriously in the beginning of this year, which is 2019. Um, she's been really killing it, to be honest, in her posts and in everything. However, she didn't really have that breakthrough. She had small courses that people joined, but nothing that was really major, and she surely didn't have a one-on-one -on -one client. Now, when we started working together, obviously one of the things that we need to be clear on is who do you serve, who do you help, what is your message, and even what kind of coach you want to call yourself, right? And she was having a really, really hard time with that. She was having a hard time with which, what type of coach did she want to be. Not that she didn't feel like she could do it per se, it was more of, there's so many things she can do. 
<laughs> there's so many options and she didn't feel like she was good enough with words and we went over this over and over and over again to the point where I just told her you know what let's put this on hold for a minute and I want you to literally just follow your bliss what feels good to you right now I want you to go do it she started planning this other project that she's working on and the next day she was super excited all of a sudden like she was really crazy in that you know doubtful I don't know what to do type of mindset and then she next day she was super excited um, honestly I don't really know what happened in between <laughs> not that I don't know like I was there but it was like magic she started posting all these things and she had a challenge and then she got clarity somehow in the middle of the challenge and then she messaged me that she had a great discovery call with somebody and then she had another discovery call with someone else and the second person signed her or signed with her and now she has a client and afterwards she was like okay now I'm clear I want to do this and this and this and this and this <laughs> right it wasn't her just doing stuff it was her following her bliss yes she focused on another project but focusing on that other project led her to where she is right now right so follow your bliss follow that um whatever makes you excited whatever your heart is telling you to do sometimes that is to rest sometimes it is to work on a side project sometimes it is to focus on a part of your business that has nothing to do with what you're trying to reach but follow that okay and do that that is aiming with intention versus just randomly trying everything so that's what I wanted to leave you with if you have any questions about this episode make sure you join the group free spirit sheepreneurs and there you can leave your questions. I'll be more than happy to answer you. I'm always in there, always checking on everyone. And yes, that's it. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please share it on your social media. Let others know that this was a something you got something out of. And see you on the next one. Bye-bye.